0: three two one crown candle all right what'd you say crown 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 like on your head kind of my
1: well my brain went to like the pineapple but just the top of the pineapple
0: which is the crown of the pineapple yeah i gotcha yeah then i said candle so we're getting close all right do you just have a candle in front of you no. Oh.
1: See I have a candle behind me.
0: <laughs> I can't even see it well. Oh no, it's I just I don't know, my brain just said candle. Maybe maybe we're getting there. Oh no, we I are. see it. One day. Yeah, hold on, I can put you
1: at the bookshelf angle.
0: Ooh, aesthetic. Ta-da. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: We okay. have two open doors, a TV and a bed. Ooh.
1: Ooh. If you're not at the bookshelf <laughs>
0: angle, you're on blank corner of my wall angle. Ooh. Ooh. It's also still pretty aesthetic. I mean you had you did Thank a very you. good job making your background very cute. Thank you. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anyway. Chai hey there. there. Welcome to Cream and Sugar. Hey Allie. Hey Julia. <laughs> What's a barista's favorite exercise at the gym? What? The French press? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what What exactly? So wait, does that mean like you're doing presses but you're going "Hui"?
0: <laughs> Hui. Hui.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when it starts to hurt you go "Sacré bleu." <laughs> Dude, I, I was telling
0: Mike this joke and I literally couldn't stop laughing to get the <laughs> joke out. <laughs> I love, I very specifically don't
1: look at the jokes before you say them so that I can like honestly react to them. And I think that's one of my new favorites.
0: Thanks. I appreciate it. That's uh, it's one of my favorites too. I'm probably going to tell it at work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to talk about cold brew today. <laughs> All right. And the music. Yep.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> My jaw already hurts from smiling.
0: Yeah, same. <laughs> I'm honestly really excited about this episode because I've tried to do this before mm-hmm. and I don't think it went well. So I'm excited to give it another try. Um, mm. But before we get too far into that, how you brewing? I'm brewing good. I,
1: so I, when we do the How You Brewin's, I split them up and I wanted to devote this How You Brewin' specifically to the movies that I have watched recently. Ooh, okay. Because last night, my brother and I went to go see a double feature of the Mario movie, which was my second time watching it, and Suzume, which was Mm -hmm. um, a Japanese subtitled movie, which was by the same guy that did Your Name. And they were both so good. And we just had, like, such a good time. So, like, while we're watching the Mario movie, without any spoilers, the entire time, my brother and I are leaning over to each other going, hey, that's a Mario reference. Like, <laughs> like somebody just put on a hat and we're like, hey, that's a Mario Odyssey reference. <laughs> we're
0: oh my like, "There's a brick. And we're like, hey, that's a Mario ma- reference. And like, it was just great. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. Mike and I were doing that when we first watched the movie. I was like, I think that was a Mario Galaxy reference. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: And see, like, he loved like the dialogue. Like, I had seen it before, so I knew it was coming. But some of the dialogue is just like normal, quippy, like nothing to do with Mario. It was just funny dialogue. And so he was just mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs>
0: Wait, was this his first time watching it?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, he didn't oh go with my this last gosh. time because he was out
0: of town. Oh, did he like it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good.
1: We were talking about how uh, we want them to just keep making Mario movies so we can just sit down and, like, binge watch them
0: all. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, the very last credit gave a hint towards possibly that happening.
1: Yeah. Oh, did I tell you what happened in the theater when I watched that the first time? No. So we're sitting there waiting and, you know, there's a bunch of kids because it was like a, a Saturday afternoon, evening kind of time.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: you know, all the kids are excited and they're all like happy for the movie and we're waiting. And then the credit scene happens. And then right when the screen cuts to black, all of the kids went, yay, together. And it was the cutest thing. I was like, oh, my God, Aww. they're so happy. <laughs> That's <laughs> adorable. Uh-huh. And then um we went and, b- and saw Suzume which in our theater they were showing it once and it was us and one other guy that were watching it and it was it's like the new studio ghibli and it was mm-hmm. so good i didn't cry that's I was good. very proud of myself but i was very invested in a chair cuz i don't know if you've seen <laughs> the trailer but the trailer is literally no. her chasing a chair down the street like an animal chair. That's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really good. And there were cats. And at one point, one of the cat made a sad face, and it looked like
0: Chapel, and it, got, it made me sad. Oh, mm-hmm. I was like, no, my baby. <laughs> me when I watched Oliver and Company. Julie, are you okay? No, <laughs> no. Because <laughs> the little cat looked like baby Toulouse, and I was freaking mm-hmm. out.
1: Yeah. So it was very, very good. I highly recommend. It's a Crunchyroll thing, so it'll, it should be on Crunchyroll soon if it's not already.
0: We'll have to check but it out. I think we actually have Crunchyroll. Yeah. Yeah, do it. So, But yeah, that's that's all I have for how you brewing today. How you brewing. Nice. I'm brewing pretty well. Uh, on your movie notes, um, uh-huh. we went to see the D&D movie with my D&D party instead of Ooh. actually playing. So that was a lot of fun nice was it yes. good it was so good oh my god um i mean there were some things that we were like all right look wizards of the coast made this and even they aren't counting spell slots which is hilarious <laughs> i'm like <laughs> they're not rotating taking turns to fight i'm like picking out the dynamics of like actual gameplay which is hilarious but like they're referencing mm-hmm. real things in the D world and mm. it, it was just it was very, very good. That's awesome. Yeah, I genuinely enjoyed it, and they mm-hmm. gave a little nod to like the OG D and D too. Like, oh nice! Uh, what when did it come out? The eighties? I don't know.
1: I know it was popular in the eight. Well, not popular, but I know it was like big in the eighties. But I don't know if that was original or if that
0: was like third edition. Right. Um, this was like the original characters that you would get, like just the pre-rolled ones with the little pieces. Mm-hmm. So they made a cool. little homage to that. It was so cute. It was really good. Um, yeah. we also saw the Mario movie and I loved that. Mm hmm. Um, on work related business, um, the new hire is doing really well. We actually just all went out for drinks last night, so I'm a little nice. tired, <laughs> but he's learning super fast and he fits in with our group so well. So I'm really happy about that. Um, we went out for drinks. Apparently, we drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we went out for drinks as a department because one of our remote people uh, was on campus. Uh-huh. And I accidentally spilled my beer on my boss. Oops. Yeah, I uh, I talk with my hands a lot. So I went, and this, and I like gestured to the right mm. and knocked over Mike's cider onto my boss. And I was like... <laughs> I am so sorry. She was, like, watching me. She was like, it's fine. I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm, like, freaking out, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, Biggie. I got this. Like, that's literally her her cadence, too. She's like, it's cool. I'm good. You're – don't hmm. stop. You're fine. Like, literally, just like the bouncy Midwest, you're good. I was like, "Yeah, okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. I'm sorry." Uh,
0: so, um, movies and drinking—that's what I've been doing apparently. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Sounds solid. <laughs> yeah, and uh, later on today we're gonna go. We're gonna go get a new cat tower for the baby boys. No, because babies. gummy, gummy has officially torn through the scratchy part, and I don't want him scratching at the wooden post and getting splinters Fair. so it's now a yeah. hazard <laughs> now it's gotta go and that's like the og one right yes yes my parents mm-hmm. handed it down to me because their cat didn't really use it so mm. thank you guys for letting me have that it has been well loved and it's now going to be well loved in the landfill yep <laughs> yeah. it's time to go <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um But yeah, I am, I'm, I'm, that's how I'm brewing. Nice. I do have a quick fire question for you. Okay. I'm ready. This might be a difficult one for you. Okay. Do you prefer iced coffee or cold brew? Hmm. Well, actually, it's, well,
1: okay. There's kind of a a duplicate (laughs) answer. The, the initial answer is I cannot tell the difference. Ooh, um, which then means that, like, if I'm ordering it somewhere, I'll get iced coffee because it's cheaper. That's completely so. Fair. Like, yeah, like cold brew. When like I've made it at home, and I made it more out of convenience of I didn't want to wait for my coffee to cool down, so I could put it in the fridge. I just put it some ground coffee in my French press and stuck it in the fridge overnight, and then I drank it in the morning. And okay. It, like does not make a difference to me either way very interesting so i'm curious to see if i
0: taste a difference doing it like properly grinding the beans you know Mhm. but yeah i'm hoping that with the information i'm going to give you you're going to start noticing some of the differences as we talk about mm. it okay because there are some major differences mm, we'll see what about you do you have a preference well i actually do prefer cold brew i didn't know i preferred cold brew until last Mm -hmm. summer oh okay why what happened actually our mutual friend uh started getting it oh no 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 towards october he was getting the pumpkin cold brew and told mike that Mm. he would really like it and then Mm -hmm. i ended up starting to get the cold brew but i think i got it just as a vanilla cold brew turns out i just really like it it's strong and Mm. yummy fair and i'm a caffeine fiend so ye
1: yeah the um for a while i was buying the cold brew duncan like they're just the packets that you can stick in like a mason jar overnight mm-hmm. instead of like having to do your french it was before i had the french press and the only reason i did that is because i had heard that it was stronger yes but iced coffee also just hits me faster than hot coffee does anyway so because i chug it Because I don't burn myself. I just go.
0: (laughs) That's fair. So without further ado, would you like to learn what cold brew is? Yes, absolutely. So this would not be a cream and sugar episode without referencing our favorite, (laughs) thespruceeats.com. Of course. (laughs) So they were very kind and explained to me what cold brew was because at the time of writing these notes, I also didn't know the difference between Mm -hmm. iced coffee and cold brew i just knew i liked it but i didn't know why gotcha uh they are surprisingly knowledgeable about cold brew uh (laughs) and some of the other similar topics regarding cold brew uh which i'll I'll dive in towards the end okay anyways (laughs) cold brew or cold brewed coffee is prepared Mm -hmm. by steeping coffee grounds for several hours At room temperature. Gotcha. So that is our first major difference between traditional coffee and cold brew. Oh, well, mine has been in the fridge overnight because I thought it had to be in the fridge. So does that matter? That's fine. No, this is fine as long as you didn't use hot water to prepare your coffee. Okay. Nope, I did not use hot water. Fantastic. Yes. Okay. The the, normally you would do this at room temperature. I let mine sit on the counter overnight and then I stuck it in Mm -hmm. the fridge at like 10 o'clock this morning to start cooling down so that when I add ice to it later, it's not going to water it down as much. Okay. It's fine to stick it in the fridge. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I thought I goofed it and we were going to have to like do this again tomorrow. (laughs) A traditionalist might say that it has to be at room temperature, but honestly, there's no major differences according to a couple different sources. Okay, cool. So the sitting time for this is traditionally anywhere between 12 and 18 hours or longer if desired. And we'll talk about some longer processes too. Okay. (laughs) It just, cold brew is so much more in depth than I thought it was. And then I started Mm -hmm. doing all this research and I was like, I didn't realize that this was such like, uh, I want to say snob, but that's not the word I want. Um, Sophisticated. Connoisseur. I didn't realize that this had such, like, high coffee knowledge, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the coffee can be served as it is or over ice. And as yeah. always, you can just add milk, flavored syrups, sugar, literally whatever you like. Because this isn't mm-hmm. one of those coffees that has to be exactly what it's recommended, like the Cortado is. Yeah.
1: You can add whatever you like.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, do you know what the best part about cold brew is? That it's cold. Yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Arguably best. Yes. (laughs) So, since it's brewed with room temperature water, the chemical Mm -hmm. reaction that occurs when coffee is brewed with hot water doesn't actually occur. So... What this does is it reduces the bitterness and acidity that you get with drip coffee. Oh, okay. And with the new brewing temperature, there's a significant decrease in bitterness, which results in a mild and smoother flavor.
1: Mmm, gotcha. Okay, so that's kind of like that difference that I'll be looking for.
0: Yes, you're going to be looking for something that you can drink straight and you're like, okay, I can tolerate this. Okay, gotcha. It's like the best parts of coffee that get killed by hot water. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So you may be wondering, what's the difference between cold brew and iced coffee, right? I am. I am wondering. <laughs> and that's a fantastic question because I didn't know either, at least before I was a barista. <laughs> ah, hee <laughs> <laughs> I, I was reminded as I was writing these notes, I was like, oh yeah, I do know this. <laughs> My little barista knowledge is coming back. It's been like four years since I've been a barista. That makes me really sad. Hmm. Yeah, I was thinking. I keep getting all the memories of like all of our
1: cats, all of our cats, all two of our cats when they lived together <laughs> in 2020, and like all the videos, and I'm like, oh, so cute. And then it's like three years ago. I'm like, what? Right? <laughs> no. Like, where did
0: that go? <laughs> hmm. Oh man. So with iced coffee. You make Mm -hmm. it the same way as traditional drip coffee. Hot water is run through the grounds, Mm -hmm. and then from there, it can be cooled off in one of two ways. You can either just stick it in the fridge, which will cool down the coffee slowly and potentially preserve some of the strength, or Mm -hmm. you can pour it directly over ice. Mm. So what happens when you pour hot water over cold ice? The ice melts, and then you get weak coffee because it's getting watered down. Right. Then you get noise. Right. Noise. That's, that's no ice for... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this can also be a good thing for people that don't like their coffee really strong. True. Yeah. So if you're one of those people that's like, yeah, I like a little bit of coffee with my creamer, iced coffee may be the way to go. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> a little bit of coffee with my creamer, please. Thank you. <laughs> So one way that you can avoid diluting it would be to brew the coffee for the iced coffee at Mm -hmm. double strength. Mm. But this comes with a major drawback. Mm -hmm. So where you are getting twice the concentration now so that when you water it down, it's not as bad. You're Mm -hmm. still getting twice the bitterness and acidity, which Mm. I don't know if that's worth it. Yeah, I wouldn't.
1: See, like, when I make iced coffee at home, I do the, I make it the night before and I leave it in the fridge because I don't like watered down coffee and I don't want to have to make it any stronger, so.
0: Literally, if I get, like, a soda from a restaurant, Mm -hmm. I, part of me wants to strain it so that I can take the ice out if I know I'm not going to finish it and stick it in the fridge. But the Mm -hmm. lazy side of me sticks it in the fridge and I'm like, it's all watered down now. (laughs) Yeah. Same thing with coffee. Mm -hmm. So. Now that we know the difference between the two, Mm -hmm. I want to go into how we actually make the cold brew. Yeah. Uh, I did see some variations on this, Um, so I'm going to be referencing uh, an article from the Spruce Eats. Okay. And then I'm also going to be referencing an article from Spoon University, which is using a recipe from (laughs) simplyrecipes.com. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Um, what kind of degrees can you get from
1: Spoon University exactly?
0: I think it was actually a, uh, like, a university blog page. Oh, okay. And then, like, like com majors maybe. Yeah. And they had to do this as an assignment, but it's like good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I did quality research as a, as an undergrad. I trust them. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of different recommendations, um, but okay. for the most part. Uh, you're looking for the good ratio between coffee grounds and water. Gotcha. So when I worked at a cafe, we had a bag okay, that we would throw into a container uh-huh. and then we would fill it up with water and then we'd stick it in the walk-in to just chill out until it was done for 12 hours. It would We would usually prepare it the day before or the night of mm-hmm. so that tomorrow they had cold brew ready to go. Makes sense. You would just remove the bag, pour it, put the lid back on, and bam, you got cold brew. Um, But if you're making this at home, you have to have this perfect ratio. Right. So it's only going to be a little more challenging than that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So the Spruce Eats recommends using a 1 to 4 ratio or a 10 to 1 ratio, depending on how you like your coffee. Oh, okay. I'm going to tell you now, I think... The first one is going to be for ready-to-drink cold brew, and the other one's going to be for concentrate. Gotcha. That makes sense. Because if you go to the store, you do see a lot of cold brew concentrate, Mm -hmm. and essentially all that is is cold brew that's ready to go. You just need to add a little bit of water and ice to it, and then it's at a better concentration. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. After some research, I did notice that most of the recipes recommended using A medium to coarse ground coffee. Okay. Um, So the best way to explain this would be kosher salt versus table salt. Mm -hmm. So you've got like flaky kosher salt. That would be your coarse ground coffee. And then table salt would be your fine ground coffee, which is your pre-ground coffee in a bag ready to go in your coffee pot. Right. Most of them will recommend using the medium to coarse ground coffee. Okay. Okay.
1: That's why uh when I was doing it last night, I specifically took a picture of my coffee grounds next to kosher salt.
0: <laughs> it I mean it works, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I have a thing of kosher salt on my uh on the countertop I'd, I'd grind and I'd look at it. <laughs> and then I'd grind a little bit more. Uh-huh. So on Spoon University, mm-hmm. they did use pre ground coffee, which is not recommended. Okay. But the recipe that they were referencing was a too broke for cold brew, cold brew. <laughs> All right. Because like whole coffee beans can be very expensive. Yeah. And especially if you're not getting a lot of liquid out of it, then it's going to be way too expensive for your budget. Right. Uh, what they were doing is they were coming up with a good technique to use pre ground coffee so you can make it at home if you don't have a coffee grinder or you don't have access to whole fresh beans. Mm hmm. It's possible. I'd like to try it at some point, but it's not the one that we went with. Yeah. Well, see, that's how I've made it before, and it worked pretty well. Nice. It got the job done. They did say that this method makes it a lot stronger.
1: Yeah, it was very strong.
0: And the reason is because there's there's more surface area to work with. Right. Right. So it's it's soaking and extracting a lot faster. Mm-hmm. So over a 12-hour period, you're getting really strong coffee.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So I think that would be a really great way to make concentrate. Yeah. Especially with a high-quality ground. Ooh, that could be good. Mm-hmm. Side note, the author of Spoon University did use the recipe from simplyrecipes.com. This was the two Broke for Cold Brew. Mm-hmm. This one is from The Spruce Eats. Okay. So this is with the one to four ratio, and they recommend one cup of whole coffee beans Mm -hmm. ground into a coarse grind. Uh, It should be about one cup of coffee. Okay. um, Which is measuring about 113 grams. Gotcha. And then four cups of water, which is 907 grams. I did not weigh my water. I just poured water. (laughs) Fair. I got my little measuring cup. I just measured that one. I just did one cup, Mm -hmm. done. I did weigh out my beans. Mm. I did not weigh out my water. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, see, I also, um, I did a quarter cup coffee beans to one cup water because I didn't want to make too much and give myself an anxiety attack.
0: That's fair. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see how yours came out, too. Yeah. If I wanted to make like small batches. Mm-hmm. My hope is that I don't have to buy us cold brew this week because we do buy that weekly. Mm. Yeah, that would be nice. And then you can like <laughs> start doing your flavors. And stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> To make, the re- to make the coffee. Mm-hmm. We're going to grind the beans until they're coarse. They look more like kosher salt rather than table salt, should yield roughly a cup. Mm-hmm. And then you transfer the grounds into a seeping container. This could literally be a large jar, a French press, virtually anything that you can put a lid or plastic wrap on to get a really good seal. Yeah. Once all of the grounds are in the container, you're going to add your water. And then you're going to stir your mixture until it's completely saturated. Mm -hmm. After it's all saturated, I literally just flipped my bottle up and down. (laughs) Oh, see, I like whenever I put them in, I usually do like the
1: grounds and then I pour the water and then I take Mm -hmm. a spoon and I just kind of like push them. I'm just like push, 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 push down until they kind of mix around.
0: I did notice that if you're using a container that holds like exactly the amount of liquid Mm -hmm. that you're going to want a little bit more because the coffee grounds like expand and float. And I was like, oh, God, (laughs) I thought I was just going to have coffee everywhere. (laughs) So give yourself some room to work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then once you have the lid on, just go ahead and throw that on the countertop or the fridge, Uh, not on the fridge, in the fridge. (laughs) Throw it on the fridge. I mean that's a good place too. Yeah, especially if you have dogs that don't climb, throw it on the fridge. <laughs> dogs, as opposed to dogs that do climb. There
1: are dogs that <laughs> climb counters. No, but it's just funny of like you know specifically the
0: dogs that don't climb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you let that sit for a minimum of twelve hours. Mm-hmm. And up to 12. No, wait. And up to 24. (laughs) Minimum 12, up to 12, no other option, only 12. (laughs) I meant 24. (laughs) Anyways, after 12-ish hours, Mm -hmm. uh, you'll strain your coffee using a cheesecloth or any other method of straining. I'm going to be using my metal coffee filter that I use to strain literally my coffee, so. Same. Mine's, like, in my French press, so I'm going to use the French press strainer thing. Nice. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then this can be stored for up to a week in the fridge. Cool. All right. So are you ready to go filter and try our cold brew? Yeah, I am. Yay. And I will be making a little bit of cold foam to put on top just for funsies. Yeah, I'm going to make, I'm going to have my French press with
1: my cold brew in it. And then I'm going to have a, and I'm going to put that in a glass and then I'm going to have another French press with flavored foam in it.
0: Yeah. I think I'm going to take my coffee creamer. And I'm going to put it in a magic bullet and I'm going to blend that until it's real frothy. Do it. It's going to be fun. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to put it in a mason jar. Oh, it's going to be so aesthetic. I have my little like short glass,
1: like what I used for mm-hmm. the uh, the Cortado. It's going to go in that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. All right. I will see you in a minute. All right. So are you ready to try it? Yeah, I am. I'm excited. It smells so good. Yeah. So this mm-hmm. is going to be cold brew, no additives, just mm-hmm. straight cold brew. Yep. And I have added ice because I'm a silly. Well, mine spent the night in the fridge, so I didn't. So it's pretty cold. That's fair. I mean, it was already cold. I just wanted it to be super cold for some reason. Okay. That's fair. All right. Dink. <laughs>
1: nope. It's bitter. Ooh. I don't mind it. I mean, I like I like my coffee more bitter than you... I, I can tolerate more bitter coffee than you do anyway. Yeah. I almost, you know what? Do you mind if I go grab my cold coffee from the countertop to see if I can taste the difference? Yeah. All right. All right. So this is um, coffee I made this morning with the same coffee beans ground a little bit finer through my drip coffee machine. So okay. let's see. Ooh. Yeah, I don't like that one nearly as much. Yeah, the, there is a difference. Really? Granted, the quote unquote iced coffee does not have, it's not like cold, cold because it was just on the counter, but sure, the cold brew has a higher acidity taste to it. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? It tastes better. Yeah. It tastes less like just bitter, <laughs> as Betty would say.
0: See, so I was <laughs> about to say, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Here we go again. So I went ahead and I added my cold foam and then uh-huh. mixed it around. I did take a really cool photo of it falling. Ooh. Ooh, it's pretty. Nice. Do you like it better? Oh, that's gorgeous.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Are we dinking?
1: Yes. Dink.
0: Dink. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's really good. This is fantastic. So
1: I... Um, put the lavender syrup like mm. what we made for the London Fog in my uh-huh. uh, cold foam and it's so good it's like my new favorite it's my new thing for the spring
0: I used a it's not coffee mate but I can't remember what brand it is mm-hmm. a raspberry white chocolate creamer oh and I blitzed it in a little um, thingy mm-hmm. magic magic bullet, bullet. yep yes. <laughs> a thingy <laughs> A thingy, uh huh. I think a frothing wand would have been just fine too, but I wanted it to be really fancy, and it ended up breaking. So <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's cool. Anyways, it worked really well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So milk or your creamer alternatives work really well as cold foam. Yes,
1: I'm gonna um mm. take a picture of the two glasses I now have side by side because they're giving very feminine and masculine energy oh, to nice. me. Like, this is how they're sitting. So I just have, like, a short glass with just iced coffee and ice in it. And then I have, like, the Mm -hmm. nice creamy, you know, the creamy cold foam just feels very feminine. And then the just, it looks like a little whiskey glass, almost, with the Mm -hmm. iced coffee.
0: You versus the guy she told you not to worry about. (laughs) (laughs) Now I have to be careful not to chug this. Yeah, I'm going to (laughs) try to face myself. How about... We pace ourselves with some history. All right. (laughs) This drink has become super popular in the United States in the last 10 years or so. Mm -hmm. Like most of our drinks in our show, it's much older. Would you Mm -hmm. like to take a guess when and where? All right.
1: Cold Brew. See, okay, so Italy does a lot of coffee stuff, but they also do specific coffee stuff. So I don't know if they would do cold brew because they already got a thing going. I'm gonna go somewhere in South America. Okay. Um, pre colonization.
0: I'm gonna tell you that you're off by about seven thousand miles. <laughs> it's and... Like world. <laughs> like where am yes, I? Yes, that's what I'm doing right now. And you're pr- you're correct with pre colonization. It's a it's close to the same time as pre colonization. Okay. It it's it coincides with it a little. It overlaps a little. Okay. Then I'm gonna go, uh, Middle East. You're a lot closer. <laughs> okay. Where is it? So this was actually in Japan. Mm, okay. Yes. That's cool. And it d- can be dated back for sure to the 1600s.
1: That is right around that time. Maybe a little after, but yeah, right around in there.
0: It's after Columbus, but not quite American colonization. Like, Mm -hmm. we're starting to get colonized, but we're not, like, in full swing. Right. Cool. It originally was called Kyoto-style coffee. Mm, I could see that. There, There are records of them brewing coffee in the 1600s, but there is a possibility that they were also brewing this much earlier too but we just don't have any records of it gotcha okay and they're not the first people to have stored coffee in a concentrated way either Mm. that credit will actually go to the dutch because they would store it on ships so they would Mm. make it in a they would like brew it in bulk Uh and then it would get stored
1: hmm okay Do you happen to know when they did that? Because I wonder if maybe Japan, depending on how long they were doing it, if like they kind of taught each other. Because I'm pretty sure the Dutch were one of the few that were allowed over there for a while.
0: Yeah, it specifically came from Dutch traders. So I think the Dutch traders maybe co-taught the Japanese and then they ended up perfecting it.
1: Mm -hmm. Or even the other way if Japan had it before and then the Dutch were like, man, I really want coffee on these ships. And Japan's like, well, we do this. And they're like, oh. You know, that makes sense. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Well, Japan actually has like this thing down to not just a science, but an art. Ooh. So they've come up with new ways to make cold brew. Um, Instead of submerging the grounds for several hours, they actually learned to brew it drop by drop. Oh, okay. Yes. And not hot drip coffee. Mm-hmm. This is still room temperature water. And actually, I have a picture of the, the... They brewed these in these beautiful towers.
1: Oh, that looks cool. That looks like... like um. It looks like science. Yeah, it looks like a mix of science and like bohemian plant shelf kind of stuff. You know? Mm-hmm. Like I could see somebody in like a nice
0: sunny place with that setup just doing its thing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Would you like to take a guess on how much this costs like the equipment or the process oh the equipment the tower itself oh (laughs)
1: um i'm gonna go 75 more well i i know people who could build me one of those for 75 (laughs) 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 um is it like more like 300 or something like that yeah mm, yeah okay this
0: is one of the this one is one of the cheaper ones i found and it is 290 dollars. oof however i saw some that were in the 500 600 range i yeah that's a lot which i'm guessing is because of the glass i would think so i mean you have to that is a very thin tube that is spiraled right and it has to be able to have a controlled drip, and it's it doesn't hold a lot. It looks like it's only holding about, what, six to eight cups?
1: Maybe. I was thinking more like three to four.
0: So I think this is super concentrated. Yeah. However, these towers, despite their cost, have become increasingly and strangely popular in coffee huh. shops. Nice like some of the more high-end like esteemed coffee shops will have some of these towers.
1: Fair. I mean, I could see that cuz you invest the same amount of money into like espresso machines and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. So. I mean, espresso machines are thousands of dollars. What's yeah. another 400 for something beautiful? This is art. Right. And at least like the
1: if you calculate it out, the espresso machine makes a bunch of different drinks, so like on a per drink basis.
0: We're we're evening out almost. Mhm. So, Some experts actually believe that this process, due to the slow and steady uh, nature of it, results Mm. in a better and more balanced flavor. So, Mm. drop by drop, you're getting all of it. Right. Would you like to take a guess on how long one batch goes for this kind of method? Uh, It has to be at least, like...
1: I'm going to say it's longer than, like, the cold brew we made. Like, it's got to be more than 12 to 24 hours
0: because that's a slow process. It is more than 12.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'll go, I'll go 24. <laughs> it takes up to 24 hours for this to brew. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, yeah. if you're making cold brew anyway,
1: that's about on par.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, all you have to do is set it up and then it'll be ready the next day. You just put a little sticker on it that says when you made it and then you know it's ready. Yeah. Or, you know, whenever it's done dripping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> so jumping forward a bit, um, mm-hmm. these towers were really popular, um, starting to come about in well, they're I mean, they're ancient. They mm-hmm. these were perfected by the Japanese. We're now gonna jump into a more modern era. Okay. We're gonna jump now to the nineteen sixties. Okay. To a man named Todd Simpson. Okay. And I saw a couple articles referencing toddy coffee, and I was like, are we talking, like, hot toddies? Because that's mm-hmm. a completely different thing, and I'm not talking about whiskey today. I don't want to. <laughs> so, the toddy brewing system is mm-hmm. actually a style, it's it's a container specific for making cold brew, like your dripping one that we saw in the tower. Yeah. But this is going to be actually something a bit more modern. You, a lot of coffee shops will use this. We used it in our cafe. Maybe oh, not this okay. specific brand, but we definitely used this style. Okay. Gotcha. So he was inspired by a trip to Peru where he was introduced to cold brew.
1: hmm
0: And this basically looks like a 10-gallon bucket with a spigot on the side. Oh, okay. So like what you make sweet tea yeah. in at McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's something that you can put a lid on, it's airtight, and then mm-hmm. when it's done, you just, and it's good to go. Right. That works. So, now we're going to jump to the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be when coffee shops are starting to make their own blends and concentrated blends. Okay. So, like, Starbucks has those instant packet of, of uh, like, blended cold brew. Uh, this yeah. is when these are going to start coming out, but not quite with Starbucks yet. Okay, gotcha. By the 2000s, many innovative coffee shops such as Blue Bottle and Stumptown Coffee Ro- Roasters mm. uh, adopted cold brew and put their own spin on it. Oh, okay. How so? Do we recognize Blue Bottle? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this is from the Cortado episode. Blue Bottle oh, Coffee okay. is where the Cortado, the guy moved and it was actually the... Um, What's the name of the cup? The Gibraltar was made. Oh,
1: okay. See, I got in that episode, I hyper focused on the guy himself, not like the name of his Mm company. Because I was like, where are you going? No, that's fine. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Blue Bottle is actually the same company that we referenced to in the last uh, coffee episode where we were talking about the Cortado. That's cool. Is he like, is he our new best friend? Is he just here to stay? Uh, I guess. (laughs) I'll actually talk about the cold brews that they made. So this is cool. cold brew, but they uh-huh. put a completely different spin on it, and it's real funky. Ooh. So we're going to start with Blue Bottle. hmm They made a New Orleans-styled iced coffee, which is essentially... They call it iced coffee, but it is cold brew. Okay. So they take cold brew that's been mm-hmm. brewed for 12 hours with chicory and cane sugar. Ooh. Okay. Which is very New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I approve of that. Mm-hmm. What's really cool is that Stumptown Coffee Roasters has the unique credit of inventing the Nitro Cold Brew. Oh, okay. Yes. So that became super popular right when I was about to graduate college. Um, I think you had already graduated by mm-hmm. then. But they had the little nitro cold brew cart going around campus. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, so yeah. I remember it
1: like, I remember Duncan started cold brew and then like within like six months to a year, they were like, and now it's nitro more. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the way this happened was the drink itself was invented by a food scientist named Nate Armburst. Okay. Weird name, but we we appreciate him. Sure.
1: I lo- what flavor Arm Burst is your favorite?
0: Um, strawberry. Mm, I like orange. <laughs> so does Little Allie. Yes. <laughs> so his goal was to make a frothier cold brew. And to do this, he originally tried CO2, but it ended mm. up killing all the flavor. Oops. And I'm not super surprised that this happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but... He also used to work for Guinness. Oh, and the secret to Guinness's beer is that they use nitrogen instead of CO2 when they make their their beer. Mhm. So the the reason like Guinness is so different, it has that really velvety head is because of the nitrogen that they infuse with it.
1: Oh, you can't say that on the podcast. That's their secret.
0: It's public knowledge. It's their secret. <laughs> <laughs> it's their secret public knowledge. <laughs> their secret. Imagine what the real secret is. Mm. Mm. So since he used to work for Guinness and he knew this, he mm. tried to use nitrogen in the cold brew and, and he tweaked it until he finally came up with the perfect balance, which is why nitro cold brew has that similar head. And it's just so smooth.
1: I did not consider nitro could be short for nitrogen
0: yes nitro is short for nitrogen
1: <laughs> like in all in all contexts i thought it just meant fast
0: i thought it meant like super cold yeah
1: yeah Because like when i when somebody says nitro i picture like when you're playing a racing video game and they're like add the nitro motor whatever boost oh, thing you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hit
0: the knocks <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly no but this this stands for nitrogen that makes sense <laughs> hmm which I think they use nitrogen a lot of other places too like it's used to like preserve things and put in airtight containers because it makes things stay fresher longer because mm-hmm. it preserves the flavor right so nitrogen is like the perfect element here to make a cold brew go from great to fantastic uh-huh so I feel like I need to try a nitro cold brew now because I, I I've never had one yeah, same. I've only had plain old cold brew. Oh, well, we made some great plain yeah, old cold mine's brew. Yeah, almost gone. <laughs> so, back to our timeline. Yes. It wasn't until the 2010s that Starbucks and Dunkin' started serving this coffee. Gotcha, yeah. Which is right before we started going to high school. <laughs> yeah. To date us a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> babies when thing. cold brew was
1: becoming a thing see i wasn't even drinking coffee then i was <laughs> <laughs> with your little briefcase <laughs> with my little briefcase <laughs> <laughs> well now it's a high school briefcase so i guess it's more like a standard briefcase maybe a laptop bag mm. you know
0: Ooh, yes yeah actually i think my mom did me give did give me her laptop top bag by then yeah, I definitely had one. Can we take a moment to appreciate how hard it was for me to say that? <laughs> I was gonna let it go. Just let it be. I wasn't. It was funny. <laughs> um, but anyways, Starbucks and Duncan has made leaps and bounds to make this an extremely accessible and popular drink that's probably more affordable than some of the higher end coffee shops will have. And mm-hmm. probably just as good, honestly. Cause I mean it's good stuff.
1: And it also makes sense why I remember when it first came out that I didn't entirely understand what it was. Like I just knew that it was with cold water. I didn't know that it wasn't like just a special drip coffee machine that used cold water that it had to like sit. So like we'd go, you know, by like one o'clock in the afternoon, and they'd be like, "Yeah, we're out of cold brew." We're like, "Oh, we'll just make more." And like, "No, that's not how that works."
0: <laughs> we'll have more no, than, like, you can't 12 just hours. brew more cold brew. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't until I was a barista that I was like, what do you mean? We just have to, like, leave it alone? Wait, I thought cold brew has to be in the fridge. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. I think we actually, I'm going to take it back. I think we left it in the, like, the back prep room and just let it sit on the counter overnight. I don't think we put it in the walk-in. That thing was heavy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what we ended up doing. And then we'd take tongs and pull out the bags in the morning. Mm -hmm. That was part of morning prep is to get the cold brew ready well see i can only imagine how heavy it was to do that if
1: it was like a 10 gallon thing because when we made Mm -hmm. sweet tea at mcdonald's or unsweet tea it was four gallon tubs
0: i think this was enough to make four pitchers okay
1: yeah see the four gallon tub at mcfun fact quick mcdonald's sidetrack uh they have a special fun fact no but i'm gonna pretend i did (laughs) I said quick fun fact, but yeah, Mick fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> is they have a, um, a special drip machine that you get just a packet of, of tea. And I think it's like a pound of tea leaves. Maybe you put it in there, mm-hmm. you close the thingy, you put your four gallon bucket, you dump an entire pound bag of sugar down in the bottom of there. And then you let it all brew through like drip coffee. And then you let it cool off before you put it in the machine and or the um, canister that you keep it in. And it's, the canisters are about eight gallons
0: very interesting
1: yeah but you don't mix it which is why the tea differs wildly depending on where you get it on where it is in the canister that's fair yeah
0: the um the way we made iced coffee at the, in the cafe was you brew it straight from the same machine that we brew drip coffee from mm-hmm. but it's a different packet that you throw in there like they have packets of beans sometimes that you would throw in so Uh they had like an iced coffee packet you would get your specific pitcher that was for iced coffee and Mm. go to the ice and fill it with ice Uh and then you would stick it under there and it would brew over top of the ice and you would it would just water it down yeah and then you would add ice to iced coffee later so like when someone orders iced coffee you would add more ice and that goes straight in our little holding fridge. Yeah. I
1: don't remember how we made iced coffee at McDonald's. I think it was just we we brewed drip coffee and then we just stuck it in a fridge. Because, you know, you don't order iced coffee as frequently from McDonald's. So we, it wasn't like a we had to keep up with it.
0: I ordered iced coffee from Taco Bell once and it was fantastic.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. two two cheesy bean and rice burritos and an iced coffee
0: (laughs) no i just wanted iced coffee i didn't even get any tacos (laughs) i was about to go into crocs and i needed caffeine and i didn't want to stop at annie ann's for soda yeah so i got taco bell because i figured it'd be cheaper and it was so good (laughs) (laughs) that's fair it did hurt my tummy a little not surprising Mm. it's taco bell (laughs) and coffee And coffee. (laughs) But that is all of the regular content I have for this episode. I do have a fun quiz for us, though. All right. I'm ready. This quiz, you know, obviously it's kind of tough to find specific cold brew quizzes. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're going to order a coffee and we're going to tell you about your soulmate. Oh, okay. I'm really interested to see if this does come up with my soulmate. Mm -hmm. Considering today is exactly three... Oh, yesterday... Is exactly 365 days until we get married. So, I know I'm so excited now. It's 364. Mm, Whoop, whoop. Your first question. Uh Uh-huh. Decaf or calf? I'm gonna (laughs) go with calf. Because we're making a comeback. I'm gonna go with calf. Do you want milk? Yes. Whole is fine. 2% please. Half and half. Soy, skim, no milk going soy milk baby you and i are going to have very similar answers mine is also going to be soy please yep and how do you want that milk i gotcha okay <laughs> <Milk>. Fro- <laughs> how do you want milk Ah. <laughs> mm. frothy on top just a drop steamed lots of it just mix it in i said no milk <laughs> um
1: that's funny (laughs) most of the time when I make it it's just steamed like I just heat it up Mm -hmm. so it doesn't separate so I'm gonna go with that
0: for differentiating purposes I'm gonna say just mix it in okay we're gonna say it's a cold brew kind of day I'm gonna I'm surprised you didn't go frothy oh oops oh well do you want frothy I can change it (laughs) No. what can you yeah frothy all right it's Add a pump of syrup, we have vanilla, hazelnut, raspberry, cinnamon dolce, peppermint, or no thank you.
1: Hmm. Well, my go-to is usually caramel mm-hmm. or like summertime coconut kind of stuff. So I'm going to go cinnamon dolce because I guess it's going to get me the close. That's like my happy medium between caramel and pumpkin spice.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, raspberry, please. That's currently Ooh. what I'm drinking. Nice. <laughs> Because it's the white chocolate raspberry. hmm <clears throat> Anything extra? We have caramel drizzle, mm. butter, cinnamon, sugar, obviously, turmeric, and no thank you.
1: You make a face, but we're definitely making uh, butter tea at some point, so. Oh. Uh, okay. I'm gonna have to get used to <laughs> that. You can use, I can't believe it's not I know, butter. I
0: <laughs> Oh, can I?
1: I don't know yet. I haven't researched it.
0: Okay, I genuinely like the taste of that. Fair. It tastes nostalgic. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> um, I'm going to go
1: sugar, because I need it to be at least a little sweet.
0: Bessie, do you want to put a caramel drizzle in your cinnamon dolce?
1: Oh, wait. I've, okay, I didn't think about the fact that the cinnamon dolce was already sweetened. Yes. Yes. Okay, then yes, I am going to go caramel drizzle.
0: Okay. I don't like any of these options (laughs) you could say no thank you yeah i'm gonna say no thank you okay hot or iced you should have asked this in the beginning
1: (laughs) (laughs) um (sighs) since it's heating up outside we'll go iced it really just depends on the weather
0: i made this as an iced drink so we're also gonna go with iced all right and our last question for here or to go
1: if it's iced coffee, it's to go. We're running errands. We got things to do, places to be. Iced
0: coffee's meant to go. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm also gonna say to go. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sure we have the same answer. We'll see. Okay. So your soulmate has their head in the clouds sometimes, but their soft <laughs> voice and amazing creativity will make up for any spaciness. <laughs> Prepare to become their muse and see yourself reflected in the art they create. 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 And you will tap into your artistic side as well. Bro, I can't talk. Your soulmate is dreamy and artistic. Oh my god. Same. (laughs) That's because we're soulmates. Yeah. You're my wife. My wife.
1: I don't know if that describes uh Mike though. I don't my, he spacy is not the first word that comes to mind when I think of Mike. Like mm. I don't know. I just think of like like passionate and being excited about things. I don't think of spaciness. Like if he's if he's not wholly present in a conversation it's cuz he's excited and thinking about something, not because of like mm-hmm. just general spaciness, you know?
0: No, it's more like an intelligent spaciness. <laughs>
1: yeah. He just goes to his
0: mind palace yeah yeah he said brb just gonna close those doors for a minute and then he's gone mm-hmm. now he's rewatching like <laughs> wrestlemania from three years ago or something or the west wing
1: or the west it's always the west wing and criminal minds <laughs> the
0: Oops, i'm rewatching the west wing really got me yeah <laughs> do we want to retake it one more time and see if we can get something random
1: sure oh but real quick before we do that the oops, I'm rewatching the West Wing is in the Baney Boy Discord for the Baney Boy streamer on Twitch. If anybody wants to know what that reference is and isn't already in the Discord. Since he promotes our podcast so much on, on his Twitch channel. How have we not done this yet? Oh yeah. We
0: sprinkle it in every once in a while. It's been a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. go follow Baney Boy, B A N E Y, B O I I on Twitch, Discord, Twitter TikTok. Yes, TikToks are hilarious. I love the last one. <laughs> the most recent like... one involves Ali and I scaring him with with some sounds. Go check it out.
1: Uh, I sent it to my brother. I was like, "Hehehe, look what we did." I like the. I don't know who it was, <laughs> but somebody commented, "Like, leave him alone."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
1: see that. Yeah, somebody was like, "Oh, I think they said you're gonna make him poop his pants." It was That's something funny. like that. Yeah. Okay, are we gonna retake? See what we can come up with yeah let's i'm not even gonna tell you what i pick i'm gonna do this as of me last year because (laughs) things have changed i did some contradicting answers actually you know what no i'm gonna do this as if it's winter time because i made this very much like summertime you know
0: oh my god i actually got something that is mike (laughs) oh okay what's your new one my soulmate is sweet But they just might give you a toothache. No. They are the doting, loving kind. Since you love attention from your partners, they'll suit you just fine. Expect flowers just because and very thoughtfully planned dates and excursions. Lucky you. They are sweet and supportive. That is much closer to Mike. That is truly the romantic side of our relationship.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Not the dorky side. (laughs)
1: my um apparently my winter soulmate is very different from my summer soulmate um i got your soulmate is daring and adventurous they love whisking you away to do fun stuff and will draw you out of your shell with sheer exuberance with them at your side you will try things you never knew you liked and love every minute of it happy trails they are adventurous and spontaneous
0: that's fun yeah i like that Mm-hmm. so anyways that's all i have for this episode ally Tell us what's next.
1: Are we ready? We are going to go right now make some golden milk, which is, well, I'll tell you about it later.
0: I'm a little nervous.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you, uh, I, well, we'll talk about it more later, but that thing you texted me didn't know that until you texted me that. Uh Uh-huh. Apparently all I do on this (laughs) podcast is try to kill Julia.
0: (laughs) There's a lot of things that we've tried that are potentially (laughs) I'm allergic to. (laughs) It's but I'm actually really glad we're trying this because this is the first time we isolate that ingredient. So that'll <laughs> tell me if I if it's just that mm-hmm. or if it's like the other one, and I'll I'll explain it in the next episode. Okay.
1: Yeah. 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 We'll get there.
0: But as always, I'd love to thank all of our listeners. We do this for us, but we also do it for you. Yeah. As always, all of our sources are going to be in the episode notes. These are going to include our research sources, the quiz, and the recipe, uh, including the links to all of the websites where all of this is provided.
1: Mm-hmm. If you like our podcast, you can find us at webrewgood.com or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and hopefully soon YouTube and other places like Amazon Music and Pandora. We're working on it. We'll get there. We're, we're getting there.
0: We're getting there one step at a time you can also find us on social other social medias such as facebook instagram and tiktok at some point when we're getting better at that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at we brew good or you can send us an email at we brew at gmail.com we love recommendations especially with all the mini that are beco- that are going to be coming out mm-hmm. tell us what you want to hear about even if it's not a heavy content Maybe it's just something you're really interested in.
1: Yeah. Maybe you just have a really interesting coffee order. I saw, oh my goodness, I cannot remember their name. There's a YouTuber that does, like, really interesting coffee orders. Ooh. And they just did one of, like, they had people comment on their Instagram of all their weird stuff. Hold on. It is Morgan Eckroth on YouTube. Hmm. So, highly recommend.
0: Yeah, check them out and uh, tell us your weird order.
1: Yeah. One of them was, like, matcha and espresso. I think... I've heard of that. Yeah.
0: So anyway. I don't think I'd like it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would either, but...
0: Do you have a weird order? Do you? Do you know who always has weird orders? Guinea pigs. So what's so weird about guinea pig orders?
1: Well, you see, there's a lot of ingredients in uh normal, like, coffee drinks that guinea pigs cannot have. So they have to get really specific. I don't know them. I don't have the same allergies and... and issues that guinea pigs do so
0: if i was to make an order for a guinea pig uh-huh. it would have to be hold the coffee because caffeine's probably not good for the little hearts right i think it would be more like a really fun summertime smoothie uh-huh. and it would be like a green smoothie so we're gonna add in like some greens mm-hmm. like spinach i don't know if they can have spinach we'll come back to that some kind of greens And then we're going to add some blueberries, because they love blueberries, Mm -hmm. and maybe some strawberries. It is okay to feed your guinea pig spinach. It's going to be a green smoothie. It's going to have spinach in it.
1: Actually, you know what I was thinking? Because I don't know if dairy or any nut alternatives or plant alternatives are good for guinea pigs. I was thinking more along the lines of a refresher. Ooh. You know? Yes, like just a little bowl with with all the different stuff in it, but with all the same stuff mm-hmm. you just said.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll call it the guinea pig refresher. Yes. Well, when we when we
1: record our coffee shop episode, write that down.
0: Yeah, write that down. It's going to be on the menu. Do you know what the biggest benefit of this drink is, though? What? It helps them stay beautiful. <laughs>